Hello, I'm Dwayne McCrary. I'm the team leader for Adult Explore the Bible, and today I'm being joined by Fran Triscritti. He's the brand manager for Explore the Bible. Fran, thanks for being with us today. Well, so good to be here, Dwayne. Thank you. Um, this particular lesson, we're looking at Deuteronomy 30, verses 1 through 10 and 19 through 20. Um, it's talking about how to find true life. Um, in verses 1 through 5 of chapter 30, Moses prophesied that the Israelites would face the curses identified as a result of their disobedience. The curses would cause them to come to their senses and seek God, who would restore them to the promised land, even those scattered abroad. The main idea there is that God seeks to restore a holy people unto himself. In verses 6 through 10, Moses then focuses on the Israelites loving God with all their being after they returned. God would then place a curse on all the enemies of Israel while prospering his people to his delight. If we skip on down to verses 19 through 20, Moses is going to challenge the people to choose to love and obey God, knowing that doing so produces life and the blessing of God. The main idea is that God honors those who choose to love him. So we have some issues here of Isaiah, excuse me, of Israel and prophecy, uh, choices of humanity, a variety of things uh, that's there. And there's some, some words or phrases here, too, that may be difficult for us to deal with. Fran, that, the first one I want to just point to is this idea of circumcision of the heart, the circumcised heart. Mm -hmm. How can we help our groups understand the idea of a circumcised heart? Well, of course, we, we know that the circumcised heart um, is a concept that we see again in, in the book of Romans, and Paul really deals with this in Romans chapter 2. And I would really um, encourage the group leaders to look again at that passage, uh, really two, two through, uh, 225 through 28, I think would really help the, the group leader. And, and the idea of the circumcised heart is, is that um, while circumcision is an external uh, sign, and we saw that that sign of the covenant back in the uh, in the Old Testament. We see that Paul then takes it and makes it inter internal, and so we need to understand that you can be clean on the outside, but boy, we are dirty and deceitful on the inside, and so we we need a repentant heart. A heart of repentance is really what he's talking to, and talking about, and and getting at. So really, getting a new heart here, the making of a new heart in us. Um, in, in, as believers, uh, the old heart st stained by sin, bent towards mm -hmm. sin, and then yep. this new heart, which really is a process of regeneration. Yeah, and, and uh, it goes it goes a little further too that that when we look at the externals only, this is where we're going to have issues. Um, Jesus in Matthew five speaks to this in in, in the Sermon on the Mount, and he talks about. Uh, uh, about murder and adultery, and those things are taking place internally, not just the externals. You can check off all the boxes, but inside, it, it need, you need to have, have a yeah. change. In, in that particular context, Matthew five, they, uh, you know, they they didn't do the act, but they sure thought about it and oh, were yeah. willing to. Oh yeah, yeah. So that makes a whole different uh, dynamic in thinking through this process. That's right. That's right. In, in the commentary, in the personal study guide, and in a daily discipleship guide, uh, on verse five. Uh, of this of Deuteronomy 30, you find this statement: Disobedience brings God's discipline, but He patiently woos His children to repent and return, so that He might lovingly restore them. Now, one of the things I'm planning on doing in my group time is to call attention to this quote. 
Now, disobedience, and I'll say it again, disobedience brings God's discipline, but he patiently woos his children to repent and return so that he might lovingly restore them. I'm going to call that attention to it, let them read it, um, and then we're going to discuss it. What are some of the reactions you think someone might have to that particular statement? Well, I, I would hope that there's a reaction of, of, of joy, of hope, because God is not going to give up on us, that God is going to woo us, and God is going to continue to call us to repentance. Um, I, you know, we can think of examples of that in, in our own lives, of, of people uh, coming back uh, to the Lord that may have, maybe have, has walked in a direction that, that was in disobedience, and, and yet God is patient and, and gracious and calls his children back to him. And, and so we, we see this, uh, this, this repentance and return. Now, we see, we see this um, uh, in, in our churches. We can see uh, uh, church discipline can be a loving, uh, gracious thing as we love people and, and, and restore them. But really, ultimately, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. So discipline has a bigger goal as opposed to punishment um, it's also yeah. about restoration. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's a way to bring us back in line with God's truth. That's right. That's right. We we have a standard, and the standard is is God's word. And so, when we pull away from that standard, I hope that I have uh, godly, uh, loving friends in the church who would be honest with me in a, in a loving way, speaking the truth in love, to help bring me um, again back to a right relationship um, with with God. One of the outcomes of this particular lesson is the opportunity to share our faith story. Um, question set three in the application talks about that. Uh, it gives us that opportunity to share our faith story. Um, what are some things that we may do as leaders to prepare to do that? Well, you know, it, it's important that we, we know how to tell, number one, our story, but that we can put in our heads and in our hearts um, a, a, a very logical, easy to to repeat message of of the gospel that that's something that could be articulated. Um, I am so thankful that in our uh, guides, in our personal study guide, in our daily discipleship guide, we have the inside cover, which does tell us the gospel clearly. Tells us the gospel, and I, I would encourage the group leaders to take a look at that again. To take a look at the. The, 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 the material prior to the message that's in the front cover that relates um, uh, the, uh, the, the study that we have with, with the gospel. The admit uh, to God that you're a sinner. This is something we do in, in VBS for kids. Uh, it's not hard for us to, to articulate it, but to admit and then uh, to, to believe or by faith receive Christ and then to confess our, our faith to Jesus Christ, I think is, uh, in Jesus Christ, I think is, is essential. Obviously, it's essential. And we want our people to really just get that. And we don't want to assume that everyone in our groups uh, know Jesus Christ. We want, we want people who don't know Jesus Christ in our groups so that we can share the, the good news of Jesus Christ. So I think it's important that we are faithful on a regular basis to share that gospel message. This... Uh information you're talking about on the inside front cover uh, of the, well, it's in the personal study. It's in every resource that it we is. have for that mm -hmm. matter. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know some folks who use it different ways. Uh, some people, when they, they uh, make a, a, a home visit, they go by, see somebody who's a potential group member, someone who's 
thinking about joining their group, then they'll take the resource to them, and if they have the opportunity to share Jesus with them, they'll point to this page. Uh, I, I, there's one group that sent me some emails before uh, where what they do is on the last Sunday of the, of the quarter, they rip off the cover. Oh, wow. And they, put, they write their name and contact information on the cover, and then they go out and eat as a class. They do that every quarter on that last Sunday. It doesn't matter when it falls. And then they leave a, a good tip, and they leave that cover with that, that waiter or waitress uh, as a way to just remind them who Jesus is. Now, once again, they don't just leave the cover as a tip. That's right. They leave a good, <laughs> healthy tip um, uh, with it, uh, and they'll write a personal note on it. Thank you for uh, your service day. I just wanted you to know about Jesus and what he means to me, and here's some little bit of information. So they'll use it that way. Mm -hmm. um, you think about it when we're teaching a, a group and someone brings up salvation and you think, man, I wish I had a quick reference real quick. You've got one right there. Absolutely. Uh, turn to that front inside cover uh, and you can walk through that particular part of the information uh, to help someone understand how to become a believer. It even has a sample um, a prayer, prayer yeah. uh, for them. Uh, and, and so it's, an, it's a helpful tool for us to have in our hands as yeah. leaders. I, I think, and, and there's there's scripture there. If, you, if you're one of those that has a hard time remembering and memorizing scripture, the scripture is right there. The, the outline is in bold pipe. You, you can take someone through this and share your faith with someone. I love the idea about the restaurant. I love the idea about visitation. If, if you take your book and, and you are your guide and you're taking it to work, for example, and you're studying it during your lunchtime or studying it during breaks, um, it, you know, you never know the opportunity. It's there. It's there and, and as a resource for that opportunity, that divine appointment, so to speak, right? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I, I like using Romans 6.23 as a passage Absolutely. to share with someone about Christ. Mm -hmm. um, but I know other folks have, have other verses that they enjoy sharing. Yeah. Uh, I do think this would be a, a great opportunity uh, for us to have those kind of conversations about the importance of accepting Christ, uh, how Christ gives us life uh, while choosing not to accept him and follow him, uh, brings death, brings the curse Absolutely. that's being talked about in this passage. Yeah. Um, so it, it's an exciting lesson at that point. Fran, any other insights, things that you would share about this particular lesson out of Deuteronomy 30? Yeah, I, I would also um, especially encourage the group leaders, uh, think about this, the Choose Life uh, theme for this lesson, for this session, to be really found um, focused on, on life eternally, life in, in, in Christ. And it's okay to share your story of how you came to faith in Christ, even though, even though your group might have heard it, people love to hear that story. Um, my My... My own personal story is is one where I was in a, a worship service and came out of my seat uh, as a young man and received Christ. And the passage, talk about a passage that influenced uh, Romans 10, 13, for all, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Was that, that the sermon? Me. Was that the message being delivered uh, that day or just something you've been thinking about? You know about? what? It was something that he said that that just spoke to me. Yeah. and And everything he said made sense. At, at that point, it just everything clicked, and that was the the verse that just took me to Christ and said, "Wow, this is it." And uh, I found out later on that was the same verse that that affected my father, who was radically saved at the age of forty three. It's okay to tell those stories, and I, I think we we need to look at this session as a great session of of how God is faithful, 
how God loves us, how God gives us this wonderful gift of the gospel, and that um, we, we can receive and, and we can grow and we can bring others to the same relationship. Because that, that story should be fresh to us each and every day. Absolutely. It should be a little unique, and it's what sets our faith apart, yeah. uh, is that yes. opportunity to trust Him, and knowing that God works in very different ways in different people's lives uh, to bring them to that point of salvation. Amen. Amen. That's right. Fran, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for sharing that story, sharing your story with us today. Uh, we look forward to for you being with us next week uh, as we finish up our study of Deuteronomy, uh, as we come to the end of, of this winter quarter. 